Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, July 18th. Hope your week's off to a great start. Uh, markets, so-so eh, yesterday. I ended up on the upside uh, with some volatility during the day. Uh, we'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few minutes. Hey, before we do that, though, let's not forget that uh, there are so many things that you and I, we, we just can't control in this world. However, we can control the amount of risk we have in our current portfolio. You need to know how much risk you have in that portfolio. You need to know how much it measures up to where it should be based on your circumstances. And that's exactly why I developed the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement phone consultation. Absolutely free, no obligation. Hey, we got Dave coming up next. It's 8.39 now, 21 before 9. Check in on money and see what Wall Street's doing to us today as far as uh, the ups and downs of people who have more equities than they maybe ought to in their IRAs and 401ks. Downtown Sebring, we go to the offices of Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler is on the line. Philip, good morning. How do Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well today. It is uh, Tuesday. You had a better day than I expected yesterday, for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, you and I were both kind of cynical when we started out, concerns about China and all of that other garbage. And uh, doggone it all, things just kind of climbed steadily through the day. The Dow was up by 22 hundredths of a percent, up 76. Standard & Poor's was up by 17 and a half. And NASDAQ eked out 131-point gain. And the thing that we mentioned, because you and I both are starting to watch it more than we probably would like to, uh, the VIX, the volatility index, is uh, at about 13 and a half this morning. And that's that's darn close to a low ebb as far as the volatility on the markets is concerned, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's uh, definitely, uh, you know, I read different, different things now. And, and Goldman thinks that, uh, you know, there's less likelihood that we actually end up in a recession this year or next year. So, um, you know, we're, we're starting to see people think that uh, things are, are going to go well and we're going to manage to get through this. And but yet we still have the Fed to meet the next week. Yeah, I mean, the Fed may very well still throw us into a recession. But right now, the indications that we're getting are really starting to sound like the soft landing that's, I, darn it, all the word soft landing is a myth. I don't think I've ever really seen one, but uh, we might actually have it happen. It's getting backed up again by the data that comes out of the government data dump this morning. Retail sales, the big number for the day coming out of the government, and they expected a half a percent increase in retail sales last month. We grew but only two-tenths of a percent. And when you get rid of the uh, the auto and gas numbers on retail sales, they were expecting four-tenths of a percent increase, only got three-tenths of a percent. Again, growth not as fast as expected. I mean, that starts really sounding to me like all the harbingers of a soft landing is virtually every other number we're getting to has been softer than they expect. Inflation's a little lower than they expect, not where we want it yet, but still going down. And now we're getting retail sales and the consumer is uh, doing more, but not as much more as that. I mean, this whole, like I said, the word soft landing is starting to become something I almost believe in. It does look good and it, it bodes well if the Fed will 
take into consideration all these things. Um, yeah, I think we're we're doing all the right things. The interest rate hikes that we've had are are finally starting to, to I think do what they're supposed to do. They're slowing down this economy, um, but yet not quite spiraling us into a recession. So if we can just walk that tightrope, it'll it'll really be nice. But like you and I said, we we've not seen it happen before. And I'm historically real cynical about the Federal Reserve. And to defend them a little bit, I mean, this economy is so doggone big, it's awful hard to tweak it. Uh, The thing is, I think by accident they actually have tweaked it just about right right now. My concern is whether or not those votes that have kind of surprised us for the last couple of meetings in the Fed, we thought we were going to have a bunch of dubs take over at the end of last year. We've got a much more hawkish Federal Reserve than we thought we had as far as interest rates. And uh, last I saw, anyway, the expectations are still about 90% that we'll see another interest rate increase next week when the Federal Open Market Committee meets. Yeah, I think that's probably still, you know, they, they're going to err on the side of, of squashing instead of building up at this point. And, um, you know, I think we got a, we got hawks that were actually in dove clothing, I think, maybe, as we uh, thought at the end of last year. That might be the absolute uh, most accurate description of it because all of the all of the, the handicappers talking about the new people moving onto the board, uh, they thought they had Janet Yellen clones coming on board, and we ended up having uh, Paul Volcker clones on a couple of them, didn't we? Yeah, it seems to be that way. It starts to get that way. So anyway, the meeting is next Tuesday and Wednesday, but so far the indications are that if. You and I ruled the world anyway. We'd probably hold Pat for one more month without making any more decisions. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff coming up later on this week. Tomorrow we've got uh, some housing figures, I think, don't we? We do. We have housing starts and housing permits. Later today, we got the Home Builders Confidence at 10 this morning. I think that's probably uh, as important as we get into tomorrow's numbers with the starts and the permits. So, um, and then, of course, Thursday is the regular job stuff. But we also on Thursday now, after we get off there at 10, we have existing home sales. So uh, a lot of uh, real estate stuff coming in this week. So gro- growth, but disappointing levels of growth would probably be just about the right numbers to be seeing, wouldn't we? Yes, it would be. I think so. You know, <laughs> just, a, just a little bit of growth. Yeah, I want to be disappointed this week. How's that? <laughs> this is an odd thing. Uh, like I said, yesterday we had kind of a steady growth through the day, but it was also a day without a whole lot of corporate reports coming out. Earnings season is in its early stages right now for this quarter, and uh, we're still flooding the world with financial reports. And a couple of big names reported Bank of America has offices around here. How did they end up doing last quarter? Hey, Bank of America did well. They they beat by about four cents a share, came in at 88 cents. Revenue was just a slightly above what was expected for them. Um, and, and so, however, um, we're seeing some profit taking, I guess, this morning because they're down about 1.2% uh, before the market gets open today. And, uh, and we're seeing that on a lot of financials that ended up doing pretty well. Uh, one of them that at least wasn't doing that. Let's see if it's still doing okay. Morgan Stanley reported um, mm-hmm. as well. They earned a dollar twenty-four a share uh, compared to a dollar fifteen that they were expected to make. Uh, they they beat on revenue uh, also, and so um, they are trading up just a tad. I mean, not even two tenths of a percent this morning, Dave. Before things get going, 
And uh, but, but I'm looking at some other finance like um, Bank of New York Mellon. They mm-hmm. had better than expected profits and better than expected revenue, um, but they were trading down. They're down th- almost three quarters of a percent this morning. Um, now we did have PNC Financial. They did miss. Uh, they had lower than expected uh, quarterly revenue, even though the earnings beat forecast. Um, they uh, they saw deposits and net interest income both fall uh, during this last quarter. They're down three percent this morning. So uh, even though we've got some that beat, they're not necessarily uh, going up today. Those that lost, they are definitely going down today. So um, we've got that happening in the financials. So uh, and I, I've got uh, one non-financial to give you just kind of a heads up, and that's Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pinterest, they, uh, well, I thought they had, I know they're supposed to report. This just says they got upgraded. Um, so I'm not sure if maybe their numbers didn't actually come out yet, but they're okay. up three and a half percent this morning. Well, that's good news. What is it with the financials anyway? This seems to be starting to draw a picture that I can almost draw a trend on. Even when you beat the street, uh, they're selling them down. I've got to assume that's got something to do with, uh, absolute numbers instead of how much they beat the street by i'm thinking absolute numbers um definitely could be playing into it um the other thing that i wonder is and we're not seeing it in the reports um but but i I wonder if loan losses um are looking forward are going to have to be built up a little bit maybe uh because of the economic times we're in right now Uh, that's the only other thing that i can really think of for the financials Okay, because it, 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 like I said, it's starting to build a trend. Even when they beat the street, the street is trading them down. And I'm starting to wonder whether or not the uh, market is expecting them to do a better job in terms of reserving for loan losses or whether or not it's simply the function of something you and I have been harping on now for weeks, that expected profits are going to be supposedly 7% off last year at this time across the S&P. And if the absolute profits the banks are making, well, are we starting to see a harbinger of what the earnings season looks like? They're just not going to reward us for beating the street unless we're actually making more money than last year. But, and that, you know, let's face it, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, not, not that trading makes any sense at all, but, but that, that would be the way you should do it. As I've said a million times, Wall Street is very often the study of abnormal psychology, so it could very well be it. But it just so far, it's kind of interesting. And as I said, we get eight or ten financials in, and we start seeing the same thing. I'm calling that the beginning of a trend. Other stuff going on today, uh, let's see, you said builder confidence. That's that's going to be one of those overrated uh, overrated measures that probably is going to have a bigger mar- bigger impact on the market than it otherwise would, simply on the grounds so that means how much they're going to stock up in terms of how many homes they expect to buy, I'm assuming. I think so. I mean, it's going to be the confidence of what they see going forward um, and what they think they're going to be able to uh, to continue to build out over the next uh, period of time. And so that's um, it'll play a role for sure. Okay, so a good number there might actually turn us because I'm teasing a little bit the fact that I'm seeing a little bit of red ink early on. Yesterday, the markets were generally up and somewhat surprisingly so for both of our standpoints. 45 minutes before we open this morning, what are we looking at, Philip? Yeah, we've continued to slowly slide south to the red. Uh, We've got the Dow down almost a tenth of a percent 
S&P 500 is down between a tenth and two tenths right now at $6. And the S&P, I mean, the uh, NASDAQ 100 uh, is down uh, less than a quarter of a percent right now. So everything is definitely in the red, though slightly in the red. Uh, on the other side, we've got a lot of green ink. Silver's back up over $25, uh, up a quarter of a percent to $25.09 an ounce. Gold's up three, uh, seven-tenths of a percent, rather, at $1,969. And crude oil's heading back up about two-tenths of a percent to $74.23, which I think is a little less than where it was yesterday morning. Yeah, it was over 75 yesterday morning, so a little decrease wouldn't hurt a bit. Looks like uh, awareness finally hit the Asian rim about China's difficulties. I'm red across the board as of 6 a.m. this morning. The Hong Kong exchange down a full 2%. The mainland uh, Chinese markets down by about a third of a percent. Everybody's in the red except Japan, who's uh, up fractionally at the close. Europe is a little more dependent upon the Asian rim than we are, so I've got mostly red ink there as well, although the overall European stocks index showing up ever so fractionally this morning. So it's a mixed bag in Europe halfway through their trading day. Getting a retirement plan together varies depending upon how old you are and how much risk you can tolerate. That takes a little bit more in-depth analysis than the average Joe's got. How do I find you to get some expert analysis, Philip? You're absolutely right, Dave. And that's why I created the core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design and phone consultation. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And you and me back together again tomorrow morning about the same time. Philip, thank you so much. You have a good day. All right, you too, my man. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Remember that first paycheck when you... Hey, folks, thanks for joining us today. I hope you have a great day. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same place. Have a great one.